The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford, and via satellite from the Cruise Shipping Miami Trade Show and Conference at the Miami Beach Convention Center, Doug Parker is with us. Can you hear us okay, Doug? I hear you, Matt. What's up? What is this trade show all about, anyway? This is basically a meeting of the minds of the cruise industry. You have cruise line CEOs here, uh, national media representatives from destinations in different ports around the U.S., actually different ports all around the world. Uh, Pretty much everybody. It's the real deal. Everyone from cell phone companies to shipyards all around here. This is really one of the biggest shipping trade shows in the world, right? You could say that, yeah. Uh, Who do you have for us? We have CEO of Inner Sea Discoveries, Captain Daniel Blanchard. He's here. Also, John Atkin, a photographer who actually shoots cruise ships from helicopters. Actually, not only cruise ships, but other uh, vessels as well. And a guy no stranger to this show, Faraz, CEO of MeetOnCruise.com. Before we get to them, let's touch upon a little bit of cruise news. I understand that Princess Cruises had a big announcement down there earlier in the week. Yeah, we were just at a press conference a couple of hours ago. And Princess Cruise Lines announced their new ship. In fact, the steel was just cut today for it. The Royal Princess is going to be uh, debuting in spring of 2013. It's going to be 141,000 tons, and it's going to hold 3,600 passengers. Cool. Imagine being 128 feet above the water, out 28 feet from the ship, and a glass floor. A little scary. Mm -hmm. Looking down, they're uh, introducing something called the Seawalk which is going to be like, uh, they're calling it dramatic views. And being that high up and looking that far down, uh, I think dramatic's an understatement. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, anything else? Yeah, there's going to be plenty of restaurants. None of them have been named yet, but it's going to have 260,000 square feet of inside public space. All right, very well. Now, did I read this right? Royal Caribbean is selling their bedding? <laughs> yes. Royal Caribbean is joining the ranks of Carnival in Holland, America with their Royal Caribbean Bedding Collection. Yeah, what is this? Is this just uh, the sheets or what? It's everything. You want the bed, they've got it. You want the pillows, you want the, uh, the blanket, everything. How much does it cost? Uh, what do you want, full size or king size? Yeah, let's go both, full size and the king size. I can get you in a full size for $9.99, king size $14.99. Wow. Mm-hmm. And this will be right next to the Martha Stewart collection at Kmart, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And does the bed come with its own cabin, Stewart? <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know. All right, any, anything else late-breaking, Doug? Yeah, if you want to see Whoopi Goldberg's video <laughs> diary aboard the Disney Dream back in January, go to our website, cruiseradio.net. All right, let's get to your first interview. Who have you got, Doug? CEO Dan Blanchard of Intersea Discoveries and American Safari Cruises. Now, Dan, I want to talk to you more about the Intersea Discovery side of the house today. Uh, tell us about the cruise line and what passengers can expect. You know, Doug, it's, it's a different clientele than is usually... Uh, catered to in the cruise market. It's a very adventuresome clientele. Probably all our research prior to, to launching indicated that this was really the person you see in an REI store. Right. Yeah. So the type of person that's going to get out there, they want to experience the wildlife, they want to hop on a paddleboard, maybe even go snorkeling in Alaska. 
So it's more of the adventure type then? Yeah, it's heavy on adventure. Um, but somebody, like say you have a couple, one person in the couple is very adventuresome. The other one's just to hang on the boat and do a massage and a sauna. And uh, there are 10 taps for, for really great micro beers from nice. Alaska, I might nice. add. <laughs> uh, so they, they have plenty to do on board as well. Now, at both your cruise lines, you don't have big, huge ships. You have uh, little, intimate ships, correct? Yeah, these are as small as ships get. These are uh, vessels that range anywhere from about 150 feet up to about 190 feet, uh, carry up to about 78 people, and uh, have a 3-to-1 crew ratio. Kind of an expedition ship is really what they are. Okay, and about how many rooms or passengers can each ship hold? Yeah, the, the largest one can hold 78, the smaller one holds 64. Yeah, I've got to say the beauty about these smaller ships, they can get to where the big ships can't actually go. Uh, what kind of itinerary will your ships be sailing? Well, you know, that's an interesting thing about the ports of call because really the ports of call are, the magic is that they're, they're not known. Uh, right. Places like Klawak and Wrangell and, and such. Uh, but the, the itineraries are basically meant to get into the outreaches of Alaska and Ooh. eventually Hawaii as well and really experience the land, get to places that uh, people really don't know the names of, and, right. and that's really the magic of it. So, Dan, I've got to ask you, what is it about Alaska that made you kind of use it as a centerpiece to base your cruise line around? Boy, you're getting into personal passion now. <laughs> <laughs> Alaska's got a burning thing, and it, it creates a fever in those that spend a lot of time up there, and I've had it for a long time, but uh, that's my back door. It's where I grew up, mm-hmm. and uh, Alaska really provides that unbelievably pristine environment you oftentimes will go hundreds of miles and not see a village or a home of any type so it's 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 the pristine part of the world that is left in my mind now you tag intercity discoveries as the quote-unquote uncruise what does that mean well what it means is it's not a typical cruise Um, our passenger is not necessarily a cruise ship passenger they are people that have adventured in different ways, usually in smaller groups. Uh, but yet we, we found we needed to use the word cruise somehow. And so how, how well put the young cruise. We all know that the small cruise line Cruise West went belly up last year, but are we seeing a rise in small ship cruising? Well, we certainly are. Um, our, uh, we're almost booked out for the 2012 season completely, excuse me, 2011 uh, season. But uh, we're seeing uh, on our American Safari Cruises product, the other side of the house, we're up about 15%. And like I say, we'll probably be sold out at NRC Discoveries uh, for the summer in Alaska. Where do you see yourself expanding to? Well, we're going to be at home first. Mm-hmm. And uh, home meaning Alaska and Hawaii and Mexico. Those are our three core destinations. Uh, we'll be adding Hawaii here in 2012 on the NRC Discovery side of the house and hopefully Mexico at the same time. You know, Dan, there's a lot of shipbuilding companies on display on the trade show floor. Any plans for uh, new ship orders? You know, right now there's a plethora of small ships on the market, and uh, we do a really good job. We have our own shipyard in Ballard, and uh, so we rebuild our boats and bring them up to our standards. So that's going to be our direction, at least for the short term. A few minutes ago, you were briefly touching on excursions. Uh, this is actually two questions. One, are the excursions included in the price of the cruise? And two, what kind of excursions can passengers expect? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, anything like the kayaking, which can go on all day, or hiking, paddleboarding, all that's included. Hikes on the beach, uh, that type of thing. Things that people can pay extra for. Mm-hmm. They can go out and do a commercial charter, right. um, uh, go out all day on a charter. They can do flight scene. Uh, those are options for them. Or there's a small fee if they even want to do an overnight camp in a remote part of Alaska with uh, six to eight other people. Oh, wow. uh, and that's a, a fairly small fee. 
tell me you send a guide out there on the overnight camping trips. We do send one of our guides out there. It is bear country, so uh, we, we send people out there that know the country. But that uh, we practiced with that last year, and it was a real highlight for a lot of folks. Since you are the quote-unquote uncruise, can we expect any casinos on board, uh, entertainment, Broadway shows, or anything like that? No casinos. The entertainment's outside the boat. Gotcha. Uh, but there is a hell of a bar. Nice. Uh, <laughs> we have, uh, it's, uh, we actually, uh, our bar is... Uh, are, have a yellow cedar, Alaskan yellow cedar tops oh, yeah. from a cove that we actually anchor in. They were salvaged years ago. They're gorgeous. Nice. It's more like, uh, you know, Doug, it's really more like an old style pub mm-hmm. in the lounge and dining room. Yeah. Hey, I'm ready to pack up and go right now. CEO of Intersea Discoveries and American Safari Cruises, Mr. Dan Blanchard, thanks for being on Cruise Radio. Been great, Doug. Have a good trip. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Cousin? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise one. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. Better send you on your way. Cruise one. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising If you're like Doug and you rack up a $500 texting and cellular phone bill <laughs> while you're cruising, you've uh-huh. got to look into this. Again, the AT&T Cruise Ship Passport. Stay in touch while you're out at sea. $35 a month. The package provides the following services while on the cruise ship cellular network. 15 minutes of voice and 15 messages sent. That's text, picture, and video. The cool thing about this package from AT&T is the fact that you can turn it on and off as you cruise. I'm turning mine on, and I'm turning mine right back off until my next trip. This way, I'm not always getting charged $35 a month. Service is available on more than 140 cruise ships while on the Cellular Sea Network. For a list of cruise ships, go to att.com slash travel guide. To sign up for the AT&T Cruise Ship Passport, log on to your AT&T wireless account at att.com slash mywireless or call 916-843-4685. Overage rates are $2.49 a minute, 50 cents per text message sent, and $1.30 per picture or video message sent. Messages received while on the cruise ship will continue to be charged at your normal domestic rate. Have a question for the experts, or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. CEO of MeetOnCruise.com. Welcome back to Cruise Radio, man. Thanks for having me, Doug. Great to see you again. Likewise. So you, you've released so much new stuff since we've uh, last talked. You were on the show about a year ago, yep. and your site was just starting out. Since then, you've been in the L.A. Times and have gotten mad press. Uh, tell us about MeetOnCruise.com. Sure. So MeetOnCruise is a social network where people who want to go on cruises can meet other folks before you go on the cruise. Uh, so since we've been on the show, there's been a ton of great stuff. So, for example, we now have a full cruise guide. Uh So you can look up profiles for every single cruise line, uh, who's been checking into what cruise, um, what cruises they've been been going on, reviews for the cruise. And then we've also added, so a couple of new things is uh, member search. Right. So now you can look at who are the newest members on the ship. 
who are the oldest folks who have been on the ship. What okay. type, how many cruises have they been on? Um, and it, also, the site has a lot more real time. So on the homepage, you can see exactly who's checking into what cruise. Let me ask you this. So since the, the upgrade, can members now put their own reviews in for like, say, say uh, I sailed the Carnival Fascination a couple weeks ago. Yep. If I signed up for it, could I actually put my review of the Fascination? Yeah, absolutely. You can totally put your review on there. You can even put up pictures of your Fascination uh, visit and you can, that's tied to your review. Uh, and what's cool is, so we've broken down reviews under cabin, uh, lots of different categories about your cruise. How was the food? How was the dining? And so you can give everything a thumbs up or a thumbs mm -hmm. down, or you can just say, you know what? It was just okay. So cool, man. I, mean, I got to play devil's advocate here. I mean, you have cruise critic, cruise yeah. mates, cruise addict. Everyone has their own roll call, which your site is pretty much a, basically a roll, I mean, a roll call. Yeah, exactly. So what separates your site from the cruise critics, the cruise mates, the cruise addicts? You know, I think those are all absolutely fantastic sites. Uh, so there's a lot of great content on there. For me personally, it's really hard to navigate all the different bulletin boards. Uh -huh. So what we try and do is our site is really built around within two clicks, you'll find, your, find a roll call. A third click, you'll sign up for it. You'll check in and you'll know uh, who else is going on your cruise. So it's just really about being user friendly uh, and being able to users to easily input data around the reviews, uh, around quick tips. So it's just really about being user-friendly, I think, is the key uh, difference between us and some of the other sites. And since we've talked last time, you've added a new section to the site called the Cruise Guide. Talk, talk to us about that. Yep. So the Cruise Guide is really around helping uh, consumers learn about the different cruise lines. Right? So a lot of people don't know there's high-end luxury cruise lines, there's premium cruise lines, and there's also mainstream. So what are the differences between all, all of those? Uh, so we've added that. We've also added guides for ports in the Caribbean. Okay. So when you go out to Curacao, for example, or St. Kitts, what is it there? What 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 should you do? What kind of attractions are there? Where is the closest ATM? Mm -hmm. uh, where can you find the internet cafe to send email? Right. So we've covered a lot of that in our in our port guides. Very cool. Anything else? Yeah. So we've got this new feature called Quick Tips. So in 300 characters, really quickly, tell us about your favorite thing to do at a port or your favorite part about a ship. Like for example, if you're in the fascination. Deck nine is a great place to go for the sail away. So we've we've users can now enter that uh, and and uh, into our site directly, and users can just go to tips and actually search for those search for that information. And what's what's nice about that is you know you're not reading two thousand words of a review. We've got three hundred characters. It's one or two sentences. That's you know it could be a difference between having a great vacation and having an ex excellent vacation. The advice for all the different cruise lines are those generated by you or just from the folks members of the community? Members of the community, community, a hundred percent. It's all user-generated reviews because I think when people try and make a decision, they want to hear from people who've been on the cruise, people who have some experience. Uh, so it's a hundred percent from the members. It is a social network for cruise travel. Meetoncruise.com. For us, thanks for being on Cruise Radio, man. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it a lot. With us now, Andrew Mace, Hotel Director for the Carnival Fascination, and our good friend Nancy Rubin, Director of Communications for the Jacksonville Port Authority, which is where they both are right now. First, Andrew, what's going on down there? Well, we just celebrated our one million passenger out of the Jacksport uh, terminal here in Jacksonville, which is quite a milestone for Carnival Cruise Lines and, of course, for the Jacksport Port Authority. Um, we've been cruising out of this terminal since um, 2003, 
Um, and yes, this particular ship, the Carnival Fascination, relocated here from Miami in September 2008 uh, when I brought the ship here. And we've just welcomed on board our one millionth passenger. So that's quite a milestone. You've been with Carnival for a few years now. During your tenure, have you ever seen an event like this at one of your other ports? No, this is quite a unique uh, event for us. Um, we only have one ship uh, in this particular port. Uh, we typically sail with about 2,500 guests, so it takes quite a few years to amass your one million passenger. All right, let's move quickly to Nancy Rubin. What kind of milestone is this for the city of Jacksonville? Well, for the city and for the Port Authority, um, it's a, a, a thrilling time to think that not only have we passed the one millionth passenger mark, but those are one million satisfied passengers. Uh, we have so many people who tell us this is their third, fourth, fifth time coming through Jacksonville uh, to go on their cruise that we, we know we've got something special going on right now. So uh, we're, we're ready and now we're starting to serve our second million. Uh, they're coming through the terminal right now as we speak, and so uh, on we go, onward and upward. Jacksport's location is in limbo, as there's been quite a bit of debate as to whether it will stay here or not. Uh, can you comment on that? Well, for the time being, this ship can continue to operate and, and uh, sail out at full capacity from right where we're sitting at the moment here at a James Point Terminal. Eventually, though, this property is meant for cargo. We have a customer under contract to build a cargo terminal right here. That project, the timeline for that project, has stretched out by a couple of years. So where we're sitting now, we'll be here for the next year, the next two years. Um, but during that period, some serious discussion and serious decisions have to be made about the future of cruise in Jacksonville. Very well, Nancy. Thanks for talking to us. It's great to be here. And Andrew Mace, thank you for your time. Hey, my pleasure. Talk to you again. Mr. Jonathan Atkin from New York. He's with ShipShooter.com, and it's pretty self-explanatory. You shoot or not shoot, but photograph ships, right? Indeed. How did you get started with this, Jonathan? I grew up around boats and ships and yachts, uh, and uh, my father was in shipping, and um, he helped do some of the early economic studies about containerized shipping, and um, I was in ports ever since pre-teen, um, so shipping was always at the, at the dinner table and in my life. So you, you basically, tell us what you do. You, you actually go out and shoot ships from different angles? I am often, I'm hired primarily to photograph uh, cargo vessels, cruise ships, uh, tugboats, uh, salvage vessels, anything that floats, uh, often and generally from helicopters, aerial views. Um, I am known as photographing up close and personal. I may fly below the bridge of a tugboat. In other words, I may be 12 feet off Pretty the water. Low. Yeah. Um, indeed. Uh, I've had tugboat captains call me on the radio, on the VHF radio, not the helicopter radio, and say, do we have time for makeup? <laughs> what, what happens to the pics after you take them? I mean, do, do, does a company like Crowley Maritime or a company like Carnival Cruise Lines, do they hire you exclusively and they, they only get the pics, the public doesn't get them at all, or...? Normally, my clients do hire me uh, for whatever contractual arrangements we make, whomever they may be, whether it's McAllister Towing, uh, who, who 
towed the Intrepid right. uh, from New York Harbor both times, uh, or whether at the, my most recent shoot I did in, a, in the cruise line in the sector was for Cunard for the uh, Royal Rendezvous of the Three Queens on January 13th in New York Harbor. New York, right. And Cunard hired me to create the signature photographs from the air of that event with fireworks and the Three Queens at night. I was going to say, that's a, a very memorable event, but what is your most, in all the years of doing this, what's your most memorable event? Oh, I don't know that I could have a mo that's sort of like saying what's your favorite food or what's your right. favorite restaurant <laughs> or what's your favorite island or favorite cruise ship. I think each, uh, I'm so blessed and privileged to do what I do and to have the vantage point that I have. I'm never jaded. And so each and every photo shoot is... Uh, has its own issues and its own wonders and its own uh, massive logistics and so I, I think each one is has is a champion. You were showing me a pic earlier on your iPad and it was of the freedom of the seas back when it was the biggest ship in the world. What I mean just a shot describe that shot to us and what makes that shot so memorable? I decided to uh, uh, work again. There's there's a tremendous amount of logistics with the cruise lines, with the uh, local pilots, uh, and with security agencies. And, and in terms of the Port of New York, which I specialize in, that's where I'm based. Uh, with the U.S. Coast Guard Waterways Management, uh, the Vessel sure. Tracking Service, uh, and and with my recent uh, uh, photo shoot with uh, Cunard, uh, various uh, NYPD uh, aviation units and uh, security units that that I all have to liaison with. Um, and understandably so. With the Freedom of the Seas, um, we wanted to do pirouettes. We wanted to turn the ship around like a ballet dancer in front of the Statue of Liberty right. and do different things, and, and we got permission to do that. And nice. it, was, it was a bit of a logistics tour de force. And uh, I proposed to the client that I photograph for the first time, as I know, uh, photographing a ship with the Statue of Liberty, but photographing from the back of the statue. I was going to say that that shot is so awesome. Can folks actually see that shot on your website? Uh, yes, indeed. It's definitely on, the, on my website, shipshooter.com, under big cruise ships. He is the owner, the CEO of ShipShooter.com, based in New York. Uh, before I go here, i got to ask you, because since you are based in New York, uh, back in, what was it, 2009, when the uh, U.S. Air plane landed in the Hudson, did you get photos of that? That day, I got more phone calls than I ever have from anyone, except for when there was a tragedy in the harbor with a, a, a helicopter uh, going down, yeah. where everyone thought maybe I was in it. But uh, on that issue, I was moving from one apartment to the next, oh. and nowhere is near the water. Uh, a lot of people know that I am near the water either because I'm photographing from helicopters. I'm also, to the best of my knowledge, the only uh, U.S. Coast Guard licensed 100-ton master in the maritime photography business. So I'm a licensed pilot, uh, captain, and I actively drive boats in New York Harbor. Oh, wow. That, in a sense, it's part of my fun. It's part of keeping my own level of credibility about the maritime uh, industry and, as we say, keeping my hands wet. He has one of the coolest jobs in the cruise industry from a helicopter shooting pictures of cruise ships. Mr. Jonathan Atkin, thanks for being on Cruise Radio. Thank you so much.
If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on radio channel or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Each episode, we give you Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week. As the Alaska cruise season gears up, you're probably starting to think about what to do and see on shore. Chances are you're also thinking about what to eat and drink. One of Alaska's most popular excursions, which is offered by most cruise lines, is a traditional Alaskan salmon bake. Held outdoors in the crisp weather, the chefs will grill up fresh salmon right before your eyes and serve it with plenty of classic sides. You might top off the dinner by roasting marshmallows and then taking some time to explore the surrounding wilderness. Definitely a must-do for cruisers in Alaska. What to drink with all the fresh seafood? That's easy. Alaskan Amber. In Juneau, you can tour the Alaskan Brewing Company and sample not only the amber, but also pale, white, stout, summer, and winter brews, plus whatever else is on tap at the tasting bar. And even if you don't call in Juneau, just look for Alaskan Brewing Company beers throughout Alaska and additional states like California, Washington, Oregon, and Colorado. Every week, we like to try and save you a little money, courtesy of CruisesForLess.com. This and Keenly five-night Bahamas cruise from 219 aboard the Carnival Fascination out of Jacksonville, December 5th. Doug and I did this cruise about a month ago and had a great time. So join over 1 million satisfied passengers who have cruised from Jacksonville. There's also the seven-night Western Caribbean cruise from 429 aboard the Carnival Glory. This is out of Miami, April 17th. You can get up to 74% off on this cruise. You'll hit Costa Maya, Belize, Cozumel, and Progreso. Now, if you're a fan of Disney or a family, this is the ship you've got to get on the brand new Disney Dream. Uh, We've heard nothing but uh, great things about it. It's ridiculously amazing. Three or four night Bahamas cruise on the Disney Dream uh, veranda from $6.99. Also get $50 onboard cash. Seven night Mexican Riviera cruise veranda from $11.79 plus $100 onboard cash. Or how about a seven, 10, or 11 night Mediterranean cruise verandas as low as $20.75 plus $100 onboard cash. Now, this offer expires Sunday, March 27th at 5 p.m. So, again, if you're a fan of Disney or a family looking for a great ship to cruise, this is the one. Call 888-973-SHIP. That's 888-973-7447. Or go to cruisesforless.com slash cruise radio. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, Doug, now are you going to be heading back immediately from the Cruise Shipping Miami trade show? I am coming home only to uh, turn right back around and head to Freeport, Bahamas. Been getting uh, bad press by a lot of our listeners saying it's not so great down there. So we're going to check it out. So you're going to go there to confirm that it sucks. Yes, I am. By the way, I want to say thank you to Buck Banks over at Newman PR for making this broadcast possible. Right. From the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And down here at Cruise Shipping Miami, I'm Doug Parker. This is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer.